This is Devin Peacock in for Mike Stubbs on London Live. Mike will be back with you next week. I want to talk about red light cameras. Have you uh, been ticketed by one of the 10 we have in the city? A report going before the Civic Works Committee tomorrow says the red light cameras brought in nearly $1 million last year. The total profit was $475,000 after all expenses were paid. Now, before you go into a, a rant about this being a tax grab, it appears the cameras are doing their job, which is to reduce collisions. The report suggests the cameras have helped reduce collisions with injuries or death by one-third. Right-angle collisions at intersections citywide have dropped by 26%. Crashes involving injury or death are down 34%. Uh, Graham Larkin is the executive director of Vision Zero Canada. They're a group that advocates for the elimination of harm to any road users. This includes driving drivers, passengers, pedestrians, and cyclists. He joins us now. Thanks for your time today. My pleasure, Devin. The uh, the conversation before London had red light cameras, I thought, was an interesting one. It's the typical type of conversation when uh, they are involved. Uh, so far, these are early results, so I don't want to get into the results too much, but they do seem to be pretty positive. Um, just on red light cameras in general, what are your thoughts on them as a, a, a tool to improve road safety? Well, they're a great deterrent. Um, and in a way, it's quite simple and, and quite predictable uh, insofar as if someone runs a red light and gets a hefty fine, which they do in London, it's, uh, it's $325 plus three demerit points. Uh, what happens is they really think twice about doing it again, and the numbers go down. That happens everywhere, and my understanding is that that's, uh, that's what's happening in London. One of the interesting things, too, was just on that point, like that we've had some re- we've had reductions in terms of some right-angle crashes at intersections, uh, crashes involving injury or death, both down uh, pretty significantly, but it's not just at those locations where the cameras are, it's, it's city-wide, so it, it seems as though this is early on into what uh, is a five-year uh, uh, span here, so the numbers aren't final, final, but it seems early on this has brought about some change in habits uh, for some drivers in London. Yeah, which is remarkable because, uh, again, not surprising, uh, but it does point to this being very, very effective, a very uh, good sort of bang for buck in a way that even pays for itself. Uh, and I think. Um, yeah, that is that is what happens is is that people change their habits in general, which is a really really hard to, thing to get get people to do. I'm not sure how you do it uh, in London. I don't know the details of whether the uh, you know there's signs announcing that there's a red light camera here or whatever. It's almost better if there aren't, but if people know they're out there and it, hey, they can't run any of the red lights. So that's that's just very encouraging, and it sounds to me uh, like maybe that's a reason to to have more of them. I, I have read, um, you know, a, a staff report on this. And one thing they were saying is, well, this is, you know, a positive. They're also saying this is part of a collection of initiatives London has done. Uh, London is a community that works towards, you know, uh, a Vision Zero. Obviously, you're with Vision Zero Canada in terms of a lot of different initiatives London's trying to do. We've had some uh, speed reduction in school zones, a lot of different things that collectively, red light cameras alone uh, don't solve this problem but they are part of a solution. That's exactly right, because what we need to do is, is think here about safe 
systems. And that means looking at things in a very, very, you know, one, there's no silver bullet. No single thing alone is going to do it. Speed is always a factor, so it's great to see, um, you know, people like uh, Josh Morgan and Jesse Helm are really pushing on, this, on that safe schools push that you mentioned. Uh, that's great to get that. That's cr- critical uh, to get the, uh, the the speeds down to uh, a place where there's, uh, you know, to put it in physics, well, there's like less blunt impact, like if you get hit by a car, but there's also a lot more reaction time so that fewer kids get hit and uh, more of them are able to get uh, get safely to school. So as I say, speed is always a factor, but you have to have many, many components. Uh, that's one of the things that's interesting in a way about, about uh, you know, road safety when you're really doing it evidence-based is you have to work on many, many fronts at once. And most of those, uh, you know, well, you know, everything from, um, from speed control to things like, uh, not only red light cameras, but I would also say speeding cameras are, are, are effective for the same reasons. Uh, heavy vehicle regulation, something people don't uh, think about enough, but things like, like uh, side guards and direct vision standards for, uh, for, 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 for trucks, and then um, you know, infrastructure changes that can calm the traffic. So a lot of these things you know, really make uh, for kind of a win-win situation where you're getting closer to a place like, like one of my favorite examples, the Netherlands, which is where they have the happiest drivers in the world, happiest kids in the world. I've, I've, I can, you know, I won't bore you with the details, but I have the data to prove that. And, uh, that, and, it's, and it's super, super safe and, and, and lots of active transit. And that means fewer cars on the road, for one thing, because it's, you know, there's other ways to get about. What do you think is the difference between somewhere like the Netherlands and here where uh, they uh, have been doing this for longer? They've come around to the idea of this where maybe, uh, you know, municipalities in Ontario are starting to come around on this, uh, treating this a bit differently than they did in the past. What has been some of that barrier for some of these different methods that maybe other parts of the world have already adopted? Well... It's it's a long story, and it really began in the Netherlands with a campaign uh, called "Stop the Kindermord," which is which means "Stop the Child Murder," uh, which happened in uh, really around starting around 1972. Uh, it was a journalist whose, whose kid got killed, and he kind of started this campaign. They really, really stepped up their game, and what they did was they basically effectively put the onus for child safety not on the road user like these poor kids who are getting killed but on the on the state on this on the system and that could mean the municipality that could mean the province that could, you know in canadian terms or that could mean uh uh the feds but i but i think a lot of this stuff has to happen on a very very local level but it, but it's almost a paradigm shift the idea and that's really what real Vision Zero is, the real safe systems mentality, is when uh, you stop, you know, obviously, you know, we all have to keep our heads about us and have some responsibility, but the bulk of the responsibility really has to be on the state for designing fail-safe systems, wherein uh, if someone does make a mistake, nobody gets uh, seriously injured or, 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 you know, killed. Just to return to where we began, are, are you surprised at all by this began in 2017 in London with these red light cameras? We have 10 of them. They've been slowly uh, putting them into the community. The, the 10th one actually just started up in uh, late December of last year. So it's been a kind of a slow process. This began in 2017. To see some of the results we're seeing already early on, are you surprised by that? Or is that financial incentive, that $320 fine, is that enough to get people to wake up and... Uh, and take notice about uh, some of their driving habits, do you think? 
Well, it's clearly working. It's clearly getting people's attention. It sounds like it looks like you already the numbers are already coming in, and, and this egregious act of, of of running a red light is um, is is happening less, and that's just a cause for celebration for everyone. Uh, so no, it's 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 not surprising. Um, and and I just think you know I mean something we haven't really talked about is is how uh, how much better it is for for that to be done by a camera than to be done by a cop. You know, police have better things to do. Uh, it's not prone to bias, uh, and and and, and to have a camera do it, and it's not as expensive. I mean, there's a human thing there, right? Like people have to look at the evidence of the camera and grab the license plate and all that stuff. Uh, but it's far more. Uh, far more objective and far more efficient. So it's not surprising, uh, and it's also a way to, to in a very, very effectively, uh, you know, generate uh, some revenue that can be put into safety. So it, it just seems like, like an all-around win. Graham, I certainly appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. My pleasure, Devin. Anytime. That's Graham Larkin, Executive Director of Vision Zero Canada. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of London Live. This is Devin Peacock in for Mike Stubbs on 980 CFPL.